0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the Holy Great Fast. And while we are starting our journey, the Church doesn't want us to be distracted or to be hindered from this spiritual journey by any worry or any anxiety. In the parable of the sower, the Lord said about the thorns that choke the word of God and prevent the word of God from bearing fruit. He said the thorns are the worries of the world, the love of money and the pleasure. So these three things can choke the word of God in us and also can choke the person himself. So today the Church is focusing on one of these three, which is the worries and the anxieties. Because usually when we start our journey, if we are distracted by what we eat, what we drink, what we wear, we cannot actually seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But our focus during this time, and actually during all our life, but in particular during the time of the great fast, should be about, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So in Matthew chapter 6, the Lord gave us eight reasons why we should not worry. And the first reason the Lord said, life is more than food. The body is more than clothing. What did he mean by life is more than food and body is more than clothing? He said, life, we have soul and body, and our life is more than our physical need. Because there is life after we die. So even after the physical life ended, our life will not end. That's exactly what he meant, life is more than food and body is more than clothes, we will have eternal life, and we will be resurrected. The body will be resurrected with the glorious body, and the soul will be resurrected. So, he is saying, don't be anxious about your soul and your body, because those even who might take your food away or take your clothing away, or even take your physical life away and cause your physical death, cannot take your real life and cannot rob you from the resurrection and the eternal life. So which one should have your focus and should have your attention? The physical life that one day will end or the eternal life that actually will last forever and ever. So don't be distracted with what we eat, what we drink, what we wear. Because life is more than food. And body is more than clothing. That's the first reason. The second reason, he said, because you are more valuable than the birds of the air. And this reason actually has two premises. The first premise that God is in control. God is in control of the natural universe. That's why he feeds the bird of the earth. We never heard about bird died from starvation. God is in control. That's the first premise. But the second premise, you are of more value to God than the birds of the earth. God values more and is committed to you and to provide for your needs. He purchased you, as St. Peter said, not by gold or silver or precious stones, but he purchased you by his own blood. That's your value. So don't worry, as St. Peter said, cast all your worries on him because he cares for you. If he cares about the bird of heaven, definitely he cares about us who are more valuable to him than the birds of the earth. The third reason why we should not be anxious, he told us, an anxiety accomplished nothing. Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single cubit to his statue? Actually, not only an anxiety cannot accomplish anything but an anxiety will prevent you and hinder you from thinking in the right way and from making right choices in your life when actually you are calm and you put all trust in god then you can think it clearly and you can make plans for your life according to his will without compromising to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. We see people who are anxious all the time. They cannot make right choices or make good plans in their life. And the fourth reason the Lord said that the grass and the lilies that God clothes, these last for one day. But God actually adorn them and clothe them and they look more beautiful than Solomon in all his glory." So what is the message? If it's the same message like you are more valuable than the bird, yes, but there is another message. He said, these lilies last for one day, but we are eternal. So if God cares about these lilies, and this grass that lasts for one day and then dies, how much more he cares about us, we who are eternal. So the point here that you are eternal, and the grass and the lilies last for one day. If God clothed them more beautifully than King Solomon, then why you worry about what you eat, what you drink, and what you wear. If God is so involved in the life of grass and flowers, which are like vapor, disappear quickly, but God clothe them with these beautiful colors, how shall he not care for his children who are eternal? So trust in God. Trust in God. Unfortunately, many people nowadays, they suffer from panic attacks, from anxiety. And one of the reasons, because they are too involved in the bad news of the world, wars, murders, crimes, and the social media also put a lot of pressure on our children because they are distracted all the time. With all this news from friends and from companions. That's why we see many youths, they suffer from anxiety and panic attack. But if we trust God and if we cast all our worries and all our anxieties on Him, then we will have peace in our heart. The fifth reason why we should not be anxious Anxiety is a characteristic of the children of the world, not the children of God. As he said, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles, Gentiles means the non-believers, seek after all these things. So the message here, we know who is our God. And we know how much he loves us. We know the true God. So the non-believers have every reason to worry because they don't know that God is powerful. They don't know that God is righteous. They don't know that God is merciful. They don't know that God is gracious. They even deny the existence of God. But for us, the believers, we know That God is all-powerful. God is righteous and faithful. God is merciful. God is in control. God is gracious. Why should we worry? And we are His people. He purchased us with His blood. So don't be like the children of the world. The children of God should have peace in their hearts. And He told us, My peace I give to you, my peace I leave unto you, not as the world it gives, so I do. So don't be anxious. One of the beautiful things is that even in the life of the saints, we can see how God took care of them, as God took care of Elijah during the time of famine. Again, in the life of St. Paul, the first hermit, we can see a person who lives in desert away from any source of support but God sent raven to provide him with food every day and when saint anthony visited him God provided double the measure for saint anthony and saint paul so our god actually knows what we need and provide even without asking He gives us more than we seek or ask or understand. What should you worry? And the sixth reason, he said, your Heavenly Father knows that you need them. God is the manufacturer. God is the creator. He created us. And since he created us, he knew that we need to eat, we need to drink, we need to be clothed. When Adam and Eve in the garden discovered their nakedness, who made close to them? It was God who made close to them. And what was one of the first commands that God gave to Adam and Eve? From all the trees of the garden you eat, but not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So God provided them what they eat. God provided them what they drink. And when they discovered their nakedness, God actually clothed them. And I want to hear when God said, your heavenly father knows what you need. There are three things here. Number one, our father is heavenly, not earthly. Earthly can be changed, but heavenly is above the earth. Heavenly means he is sovereign over all the earth and nothing can stop him from doing good to us. So our Father is heavenly. Maybe our earthly parents, sometimes they cannot provide for our needs, but our Father, God, is heavenly and not earthly. The second, he is a Father. Father means he loves you, and we are on his heart as children. Yes, I know maybe some people have difficult experience with their parents. But even with those who have difficult experience with their parents, I promise you that the parents love their children no matter what. So if we, the unrighteous, if we, the ungodly, love our children, how much more God, as a father, loved us. He is the Holy One. He is perfectly righteous. He is perfectly gracious with us. So God is heavenly, not earthly, and also he is a father, a father to us. And the third thing, he knows that you need them. Maybe our biological parents, sometimes they don't know our needs, but God knows our needs. And God knows what's good for me, and God has the wisdom, he is all-wise, to meet my needs in the right time. If God instructed the servants, the stewards, to give the people their food in due season, don't you think that God, who instructed us to give the people their food in due season, he wouldn't do the same for us? He refused to dismiss the multitude to go into the villages, to buy for themselves, as was suggested by the disciples. And he told them, you give them something to eat. And when they told him, "We oh, don't have except five loaves and two fish, he blessed them and was able to feed the multitude. Not only to feed them, but there was abundance. The leftover was 12 baskets. Your heavenly father knows that you need them. And number seven God wants us to worship Him righteously. So He will provide everything we need in order to do His will and to worship Him righteously. Like if you are a manager and you want to hire somebody and you want him to do the work properly for you, you will provide this person what he needs. You cannot actually hire him without providing him what he needs. God wants us to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That's what He wants us. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That's why He said, All these things will be added to you. I will supply, I will provide you all these needs. So don't worry about them. I want you, your purpose in life is to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So, yes, sometimes we go through difficult times. Even St. Paul spoke about nakedness. But even if God allowed this to happen, if God allowed famine to happen, if God allowed us to go through difficult times, St. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, there is nothing will separate us from the love of God which means God will love us, and will continue to love us, and use all these circumstances for our benefit. So, yes, there is no guaranteed physical comfort in this world. I don't want anyone to understand, I'm saying, your physical comfort here in the world is guaranteed 100%. No, but there is no trial that will befall you for which God will not give you all what you need to endure to the end and to be saved. This is guaranteed. No trial will befall you for which God will not give you all what you need to endure to the end and to be saved. This is guaranteed by God. And the last point, it's not mentioned in the Gospel of today, but mentioned in Matthew chapter 6, The same chapter, verse 34. He told us, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. What does this mean? That means God does not overload any day with trouble. Each day has its appointed amount of trouble. So don't reach into tomorrow and bring the trouble of tomorrow into today. Because as we read in Lamentation chapter 3, that his mercies are new every morning, and his faithfulness is great. So don't worry about the trouble. Each day has its own appointed trouble. And there are new mercies appointed for us every morning in order to bear the trouble of the day. So just pay attention to today and trust him that he will take care about you tomorrow. So don't worry about the morrow. It is sufficient for the day, its own trouble. These are the eight reasons why we should not worry. Because life is more than food. We are more valuable than the bird of the earth. An anxiety accomplish nothing. The grass of the lilies lasts for one day, but we are eternal. An anxiety is a characteristic of the children of the world, but who are the children of God? Your heavenly father knows what you need. And God will supply everything you need in order to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And God actually will not overload any day with trouble. Every day has its own amount of trouble. So don't worry about the morrow. It is sufficient for the day its own trouble. If we trust God, and if we cast all our anxiety on Him, we will have peace. When we seek the Kingdom of God and His righteousness, we will bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us. As I said in the beginning, the worries like thorns choke the person and it choke the Word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit in us. That's why we will not bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is peace. When we get rid of these anxieties, when we get rid of these worries, then we will have the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. One of the beautiful verses I like to conclude with in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. St. Paul said, Be anxious over nothing, don't worry about anything, but in everything, that you are worried about in everything through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let them be known to God. So instead of worrying about them, cast them on God. And what would be the result? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.